Hello, friends. Thanks so much for stopping by and listening to my podcast. Uh, this podcast is a companion to the blog, Stock Picks Bob's Advice. But quite frankly, uh, I've been doing more podcasting than blogging. And uh, I think I appreciate this medium more. As you may or may not know, I'm an amateur investor. So please do check with your professional investment advisors before making any investment decisions based on information on either my website or this podcast. A little background again about me. I've been an investor since 1967. And if I do my math right, that's about 55 years ago. So I've seen the market up and down. I'm a retired physician now, so I've taken this hobby and I want to devote a little more time to it, sharing some of my experiences, some of my approaches, some of my ideas. Sometimes I'm right, sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I make money and sometimes I lose money. But I hope uh, all in all, uh, uh, it's helpful. It's just person to person. And uh, just like my dad taught me a little bit about investing, I hope I can share some of my thoughts and ideas with you. Today, uh, I want to talk a little bit uh, about InMode, stock that technically, that is price-wise, is not doing very well in the last few months, but fundamentally has a terrific record. Uh, Before I do that, I've made a habit of reading a poem. Um, I can't tell you why I like to read a poem, except maybe it sets the brain up in a different direction. And I found this poem from a book uh, of good poems uh, compiled by Garrison Keeler, as it was heard on the Writer's Almanac. And I guess this is about the other side of success. It's called Nobody Knows You When You're Down and Out by Jimmy Cox. And this is the poem. Once I lived the life of a millionaire, spending my money and I didn't care. Taking my friends out for a mighty fine time, drinking high-priced liquor, champagne, and wine. When I began to fall so low, I didn't have a friend and no place to go. If I ever get my hands on a dollar again, I'm going to hold on to it till the eagle grins. Nobody knows you when you're down and out in your pocket, not one penny. And your friends, you haven't any. But as soon as you get on your feet again, everybody wants to be your long-lost friend. It's mighty strange, without a doubt. Nobody knows you when you're down and out. So that's just, I guess, a little food for thought. I want to talk about InMode. It's a symbol I-N-M-D. And um, I've owned shares of this on and off over the uh, past year or two. Um, I may have some shares in an account. I have several different investment accounts, some managed, some with my stock club and different things like that. Um, I do not, I possibly don't own any shares, but let's for the sake of argument, assume I have some shares somewhere. 
And I say that for full transparency. I'm not trying to uh, boost the stock price by talking about it. Uh, I like to blog because I think I have some ideas about how to invest. And I hope that all of you find that helpful. If you, if you do, please let me know. My main website for this podcast is on podomatic.com. Uh, but uh, maybe carried elsewhere. I've been on iTunes and some other different sources. And again, I had a 10-year hiatus between, uh, a little more than 10 years actually, between my last podcast and my most recent podcast. This is my third podcast in three days. And I've heard if you do something for six weeks, you're likely to keep that habit. So I've got quite a few more to go. So let me talk about InMode. And just in general, we can go to the InMode profile on Yahoo Finance, and we'll see that this is a company that's based in Israel. It's traded on the NASDAQ. And let me quote uh, what they do, but they have some very interesting technology for plastic surgery. InMode, quote, designs, develops, manufactures, and markets minimally invasive aesthetic medical products based on its proprietary radiofrequency-assisted lipolysis and deep subdermal fractional radiofrequency technologies. And they, they're used for things like liposuction, skin tightening, body and face contouring, and ablative skin rejuvenation treatments. So I can't tell you exactly how it all works. Apparently they have a, a nice technology. And uh, first thing first, let's take a look at their chart. It's kind of strange talking about a chart on a podcast. Now, if you want to follow along with me, I'm on stockcharts, stockcharts.com, and it's a uh, free service. There, there are subscription services to all the things I use, but generally I use the free services. And looking at INMD as a point and figure chart, um, and we can talk a little bit about point and figures, but we can see the numbers and the X's and O's. And I see eight, nine, A, and B, where it peaks out. So last November, InMode peaked out at around $99 a share. Then the stock actually rolled over and reversed that climb until bottoming sometime uh, this month at around $40 a share. It closed Friday. Uh, that would be January 28th. Today is, uh, by the way, January 30th, 2022. And it closed Friday at uh, $44.68. It had a very nice day on Friday. It was up $3.5 or 8.53% on the day. However, the chart, you know, if I just, just a superficial look, it looks absolutely terrible. It's this straight vertical rise peaking at around that $99 to $100 range and then this ver vertical descent uh, mirroring the rise all the way down to in the mid-40s. If anything, it's more of a value. You could say a value investment. But let's talk about the rest of the stuff. With that kind of chart, why do I like it? Um, and some of the information is about how the company, not the, the, the stock price, but how the company is actually doing. 
And one of the first stops I like to make on looking at a stock is what did it do the latest quarter? What's the latest piece of news in their quarterly report? And uh, if we go to the InMode website under investors, we can find the quarterly report, which was reported October 26, 2021. And the revenue came in at $94.2 million, a 58% year-over-year growth. Net income was $44.7 million, an 87% increase compared to the third quarter of 2020. So they really had a, a really a terrific quarter. Uh, certainly, all these aesthetic kind of procedures are being impacted by the pandemic, by the COVID virus, where people, um, we can assume, and I think in the medical field, it's, it's quite real, are uh, deferring a lot of those treatments. I think they're starting to come back, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but this is does get affected by the pandemic. Assuming that things normalize, we hope that uh, their business will normalize too. So, so we have a we've looked at a chart, we've looked at the last quarter, and so I want to look at a little bit more detailed look of how they've done in the past. And this is what really attracts me to InMode, and I get that from Morningstar, and I go to www.morningstar.com and look under financials there's there's you enter in mode inmd in the search quotes and site in the little upper left circle that horizontal circle it's not really a circle it's an oval and uh if it shows both bar bar graph and and uh statistical numbers numerical columns and one i just want to read to you if you haven't gotten to morningstar what their revenue has been. We know that the last quarter they had a big growth in revenue. But let me read these numbers. And this is what really kind of knocks my socks off, you could say. In 2018, they did $100.16 million in revenue. Nice. Small company. So just what they did that year, but what's what they do the next year? 2019, they went from 100 to 156. From 2019 to 2020, they went from 156 to 206. And in the TTM, the trailing 12 months, they've done 322.21 million in revenue. Okay? Straight line increase. Now, let's look at it. We can actually push the quarterly button. And I actually, they do not have quarterly data on this company. So I take that back. So let's go back to annual. I'm not sure why they don't, but they don't have it on Morningstar. So let's look at the diluted earnings per share. 35 cents, 2018, 80 cents in 2019, 89 cents in 2020, and $1.74 in the trailing 12-months. So while it's not a straight line, it's certainly a rather remarkable ascending uh, level. Then if we push on the button, you know, under financial statements, it has cash flow. Uh, we've talked about cash flow a little bit. Cash flow is different than dividends. I don't believe this company pays any dividends. I can push under the dividend tab real quick, and there's no dividends that are paid. 
let's go back to financials and let's just talk about cash flow. So cash flow is certainly money that the company could use to pay for dividends. Cash flow is not a payment to the stockholder, but it's a accounting number that shows how much available cash they have that they could vote to send a check if they wanted to or buy more shares or acquire another company or pay off debt. But it's just money that's available to the company. And if we look at uh, cash flow on an annual basis, we see that free cash flow is 36.51 million in uh, 2018, 61.5 million in 2019, 78.7 million in 2020, and 162 million in free cash flow in uh, trailing 12 months. So certainly they're generating a lot of cash that they can do things with. Uh, in terms of assets and debt and all the rest of that, they have total equity, let's say cash and cash equivalents of $387 million, and they have $3.55 million in total debt. So really, the, the company is very uh, liquid, has lots of assets, it's generating free cash flow, it's growing revenue. Gosh, it's doing everything right. You know, my last kind of step on analyzing a stock is to look at where the stock, where the company's going, okay? You know, what determines a, a, how a stock performs is, is two basic things. One is certainly what the market's doing, and the market is sort of sea level, and the sea level raises all ships or it lowers all ships. I mean, when the, when the market itself declines, everything tends to go down. I don't care how, I mean, we throw the baby out with the bathwater as investors all the time when a stock's crater. Um, that's a whole nother issue, but that's one thing. And then individually, there, there has to be a relationship uh, between how a company is doing underlying performance and the stock price. I mean, there's aberrations, there's manipulations of market, there's uh, short squeezes like that happened with GameStop and things like that. But um, underlying reason that Apple computer has done so well over the years um, is that the Apple computer company has done so well. But let's go back. So we, we've looked at latest quarter. We looked at a stock price, which is sort of technical. We looked at Morningstar, and the last step I want to talk about, and then I'll probably just wrap up this podcast. I want to get something out today. That'll be three days in a row. Is where the stock is going. I mean, where is it? You know, what is their, what are their prospects? You know, we could talk about a company like Tesla. It's important to know how many cars we think they're going to sell this coming year. Or, or a company like Lucid or a company like General Electric, or any company. So we want to look at fundamentally where a company has been and where it's going to be. What's the future look like? And we, we analyze the future by using analysts. Uh, these are people that make predictions. They, they talk to uh, people at the company. They look at the, the books, and they make their estimates. And some of them are good, and some certainly aren't so good. But if we go to Yahoo Finance under analysis, under analysis, we can start looking at a couple things. 
And what we're realizing is number one for Enmo, there's only four analysis that four analysts, I should say, that follow this company. So we don't have that much. But we're looking for revenue of this year of 349 million and next year of 422 million. So clearly the the trend toward increasing revenue and sales is not really diminishing. That's about if that's about 350 going to 420 would be 70. That's about 75 million, maybe a 20% increase in revenue estimated. And um 20.8% actually, it looks like. And if we look at earnings per share, this isn't quite as impressive. It's a buck 96 this year going to 206, uh, which is only about a 5% increase. So that might be something that's dampening out enthusiasm if, if indeed the earnings are, aren't going to grow that fast. But it's not a, a bad number. It's just not as spectacular it has been. Uh, you know, so... So to to summarize, if we talk about InMode Limited, uh, looking at the data, looking at the technicals, the stock chart, we see the stock is way down under its high. But uh, in fact, under under the news, if we go to InMode again, let me just go back a second. Um, I believe that the company had some comments about this upcoming um quarter in fact here we go in on january 12th uh 18 days ago uh in mode uh, announced the expected record fourth quarter and full year 2021 financial results so they're estimating that uh They're going to be announcing their results before the market opens on February 10th. They're, they're trying to guide the public by saying record revenue for the fourth quarter in the range of 109 to, uh, 109.5 to 110 million, and for the full year in the range of 356 to 357, with uh, fourth quarter approximately 61 cents and 202 to 203 for the full year. And then this year, so this year they're saying uh, they're raising, they were actually raising uh, revenue estimates for this year of 356 to 357, and next year going to 415 to 425 million dollars. So that it really was not, um, this was just 18 days ago. That's on the InMode uh, homepage under investors. So, um, we really don't see any change in the trend for InMode, this uh, plastic surgery type company, laser company, that is consistently raising revenue, raising earnings, uh, lot to, throwing off a lot of cash, has lots of assets, minimal liabilities, and technically looks like a wreck short term, but uh, maybe potentially a good place to uh find an entrance into holding shares but then again that's that'd be your decision uh i always want to warn you i'm an amateur investor but i want to give you some way of looking at stocks how do you when you know, somebody says what about a stock how do you how do you think about them and i want to tell you that you need to do the certain steps like look at the last quarter 
look at the chart, look at the morningstar.com, get a feeling for how they've been doing, and then look at yahoo.com and look at some of what the analysts are predicting for the future for them. Uh, my goal in investing is to put together a group of stocks that uh, I always say it's sort of like a, a group of racehorses, um, each one of them thoroughbreds, each one of them winning races and, and very strong. Um, and when they falter, I, I hate to use the analysis that, or the uh, description of, hey, I'm going to take a horse out and shoot it, but uh, I'm going to sell it when they falter. But uh, that's a whole nother podcast. Anyhow, th thank you for, for bearing with me for a, a poem about when times don't go well, that we should uh, value our friends in good times and bad times. Uh, that's really very important, isn't it? I wish you very well in your investing pursuits. I hope that my discussions will add some understanding to investing to you and that you come and uh, visit with me more often. Uh, if you find this helpful, please drop me a line at uh, potomatic.com, Robert Friedland, Stock Picks Bob's Advice. Uh, there's a place for comments. And uh, regardless, I wish you the very best. I wish you good health and prosperity in 2022. And uh, may we get together again soon. Uh, good night.